Hello, and welcome to Shonen Trash, episode one, where we discuss a different anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm your host, Kevin Bobbitt. And I'm Vincent Perez. And this is the first episode. This is the, the inaugural the inaugural cast. We're, is... uh, we're smashing that champagne bottle against the ship, and yeah. hopefully the ship doesn't sink on its maiden voyage. The SS Weeb. <laughs> the SS the SS Weeb trash. <laughs> so uh, this is this is something I've wanted to do for a while, uh, just a podcast in general, and to definitely do a project with you. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know that are listening, we have known each other for almost six years, seven. It's like years? Six, about six years, almost seven years. A good it's amount crazy. of time. It's a solid amount of time. It's crazy, and we've never done like a project together. It's yeah, which is weird. I mean, we, we didn't meet face-to-face until maybe, like, two years ago. Yeah, which so, is also also kind of weird. It's very weird. But uh, we're doing it, we're here, and this is the podcast. Yeah, we're trying to make use of being huge nerds. It, it, pretty much. It was either this or, like, something video game-related. I figured, let's do anime, because everybody has a podcast about video games, so it's whatever. You mean you don't want to talk about how good Mega Man X is? I don't. Because while it is good, it's overtalked. <laughs> I really, really like Ocarina of Time. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, uh, this is for this being the first episode. It's going to be a bit longer. Um, we usually will try to keep them to about an hour, roughly. Um, but again, first episode, we figure we get you guys to know us, know what our plans are for the podcast. The whole format and then our history with anime as a whole and what really keeps us watching or what keeps us you know well yeah just keeps us watching pretty much keeps us interested in yeah what's going on so i mean i guess uh well the, the big plan for the podcast is that there is no plan um we really want to just have fun with this there's there's no I'm I'm not reaching to make this the biggest thing in the world. That's not my plan with this. I mean, the whole point—the whole point that I'm trying to reach—is just like I just wanted to talk about all of the anime that I like and make fun of the ones that I don't really like. Exactly, and and that's that's a thing. Uh, a lot of, and I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm not calling anybody out. There are a lot of podcasts that will only discuss like popular stuff or like what's good and you know what's making headlines on like Crunchyroll or whatever here we're gonna talk about everything <laughs> from just, just just everything every from, horrible from, series that we can find from what's hot right now that we're watching or what's just god awful that it's that you have to keep watching or you know just not watch it i mean that's the whole thing is we're gonna discuss whether or not it's terrible and you should just not not do anything with it Exactly. And even with the shows that we like, we're going to have issues with the shows, and we'll bring up those issues as well. We're trying to be real. Trying to be anime real. That's, I mean, so like <laughs> VR? Like yeah. the Hatsune Miku concerts, kind of? Uh, oh, man. That would be pretty sweet. I can't um, wait for VR anime. That's going to be great. That's, I mean, like the HoloLens is a thing. The The Dream headset that Google put out is a thing. So I don't see why it couldn't be, you know. God. We'll see. Half, half of Japan would just become hikikomori and just like never leave ever. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have a. I wouldn't need to leave. There's there's Grubhub. You can just order food. Just, dude, just hook me up to like one of those like life support things. I'm good. Yeah, right. 
It's Jack Man. I'm dot hack. It's Jack Man. I'm good. Just Jack Man. Matrix. Just jam that big ass needle in the back of my head. Oh I my just want God. I want it. I want it. Uh so yeah, okay, so that's the plan for the podcast. The format again, today's first episode, we're not going by the traditional format of how we're gonna do this. But the format is that every week we'll watch five episodes of an anime series that's out in the current season. And we will go over the, you know, the pros and cons of the series, what we liked about it, what we hated about it, what we'd like to see changed. Um, and at the end of it, we'll decide, really, if it's worth our time to keep watching that series or not. And so just go about discussing what, what's great and what it was terrible and yeah, how, we'll go how tropey everything is oh my god i can't wait to get to all the tropes and everything in all these series because no anime can avoid it no no, no tv show no anime is just it. original anymore they always have to bite off something or do something like i mean that's that's what a lot of the the whole joy of anime is it's just like okay cool who's running with toast in their mouth now exactly like it's it all comes back to nostalgia of what we watched when we were kids and this does not deviate from it like no anime ever deviates too far from the fact that it is anime yeah i mean there's always going to be some giant robot where you know it comes back to like robotech and all that and there's always there's always like magical girls and it all comes back to you know transformations that were in sailor moon and everything it all and then you're gonna get like the whole whole hentai trope where it's just i'm so embarrassed right We will not be discussing hentai in this <laughs> series, by the way. Maybe some etchy stuff. Most likely Maybe. some etchy stuff. There's some stuff on Crunchyroll right now that we could discuss, but I really don't want to. Because <laughs> I had to, I, I, I tried to add it to my queue, and it had to, I had to go to the website and approve that I could watch oh, mature-rated stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm 18. Yes, I can watch some creepy, weird shit. That's okay. There's nothing uh, wrong with etchy, by the way. There's no, not at all. With, not at all. Don't judge um, us. This also is not like the most PG-13 podcast. Um, we're both in our 20s, so I mean, we're yeah. adults here. We're we're adults. I say I say bad words a lot. I oh guess. God, <laughs> I say bad words a lot. Uh, not in the comp- not in doing business work. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, it's a podcast. This is, this right, is for exactly. us to have fun. We're gonna be, we're gonna chill. We're gonna have some fun. Um. So I mean, let's go over our history with like with anime just as a whole. Like this, that's a lot to go over. But, um, I mean, with me, it's like the first anime I remember watching back in the day, like way back, was I randomly caught an episode of. So this this tells you how how weird anime was getting into the states. I caught a random episode of Dragon Ball Z in Japanese. It was on like CBS or something at like one o'clock in the morning, and it was during like it was like the middle of the Cell Saga. Okay. Like. Like they just dove right in. Yeah, I don't know if this was a thing they were just doing, or if this was just randomly on TV, or my signal got really weird with like basic cable one night. Or an intern's just like, I'm just gonna wedge this in when there's something. nothing going on. But it was just like it was just an episode of Dragon Ball Z in Japanese. There was no subtitles. And it was just the middle of Cell Saga. So there was like long-haired trunks. I didn't know who this kid was. I was like, oh, his hair just turned yellow? What just happened? What the Everyone's yelling at each other. What the hell's going on? I was like, I was like, there was a lot of yelling and nothing happened. Everyone's so angry. 
Why is everyone so angry? I didn't. I didn't understand it. I, it made no sense to me. But uh, later on, I think later that year, like the next year, I found out what it was uh, from a friend who who watched anime, and I mean, it, it all it, it branched out from there. I got into watching, of course, Dragon Ball Z because what kid like really didn't? What know? kid? What kid in the like early to late nineties didn't watch Dragon Ball Z? Exactly. You know, there's Dragon Ball Z. Got to watch, you know, Dragon Ball, which I still. It's 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 not even an unpopular opinion anymore. I like Dragon Ball better than I did Z. Dragon Ball is better than Dragon Ball Z. That's Dragon just, Ball wasn't afraid to be very very goofy. That's the whole. That's what made it more fun. It was it did it didn't take itself seriously, and Dragon Ball Z got too serious. Yeah, because at the end of Dragon Ball, it got extremely serious, like with, you know, Piccolo and uh, the whole the flame that would destroy the Earth or whatever. Like and then, like, the first time they summon the dragon, fucking Oolong wishes for panties. So it's just like, okay, no one's dying. No. We don't have to bring back everybody that was killed on Namek. God, that... <laughs> and that, just, that bit them so hard in the ass at the end of it. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, but there's that. Um, and then I got another series. I th- I th- like, my favorite genre of anime is, like, giant mech anime. So, you know, I was a big Gundam fan. I, G Gundam is still, regardless of how awful and racist that show was, I still love G it. Gundam, G Gundam is top tier Gundam, and anybody who says otherwise has trash opinion about Gundam. Everyone's like, like, oh, Gundam Wing and like Gundam Seed and Gundam Unicorn. I'm like, nah, man, G Gundam. Gundam Wing, it's, you don't find out what the plot of that series is until like six episodes in. Yeah. And then, like you, you, have, you, there's an episode specifically for each character, and, and then like, you find who out are all of what, these people exactly. Why are three quarters of them emo as hell? <laughs> and why is Heavy Arms the coolest one? Heavy Arms is always the coolest one. Uh, Everyone's always like, oh, oh, Shenlong, oh, oh, Death Scythe, Death Scythe's pretty great. No, it's Heavy Arms. Death Scythe had Death Scythe had the coolest weapon. That was it. But Heavy Arms is just like, let's put guns on literally every part of this Let's put guns mech. on guns on guns. That's what Heavy Arms was. Uh, and I mean, I still like, you know, going, continuing. I still watch anime now, of course. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. Um, but I'm not as heavy with it as I was. Like, it used to be, you know, I'd get home, watch whatever was on Toonami that day. Uh, watch some know, hentai, rub one out. <laughs> I get the VHS tapes from like you know from this is see this I'm dating myself. I'd go so rent like VHS tapes from Suncoast, not Suncoast from Blockbuster Hollywood Video, and there was like a mom and pop video rental place that always had like a whole bunch of anime there. So it was like that. That was my like experience with it until we got to stuff where. You you know you found all the websites online with really bad subtitles. Or... God, or you had to you had to scour LimeWire or Kaza to like download anime episodes. Right. Oh God, LimeWire. And then it'd just be really questionable because you don't know if you were downloading like fucking porn that was just titled as anime stuff. Right. Or then you know you get a little older. You got your again dating myself. You got your MP3 player because it was no iPod yet. You had your MP3 player and you got from like LimeWire or something you got rips of like anime intros <laughs> and you're just moving out real fucking hard all the all the Naruto OPs and stuff oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, it was so bad. Because then I remember, like, and then, you, you you know, if you were that cool kid who stayed up like, really late, you got to watch Adult Swim, and there was always, like, a couple of anime series mixed in with all that. I mean, that's how, like, most, most people saw, like, the the first bit of FLCO and, and shit, and probably the Cowboy Bebop and stuff like that. Both. Outlaw Star. Or... I still I still have never seen Outlaw Star. Really? Yeah. Uh, same with, like, Escoflone. Like, everyone makes a big deal about it. They're like, oh, you've never seen Outlaw Star? you never seen Escoflone? I'm like, wait, nah, it's wait. Just... It's hard for me it's to just... believe you haven't seen Escoflone because Lauren's really big into it. Lauren's really into it, but I've never I've never seen it. I've always I deviated like it. towards, I like, other would like series. It. I think it's a series you would very much like. Oh, sure. I should probably go into my history with anime, huh? Yeah. Okay, well, let me see. I honestly, the first taste of anime for me was um, me being at Blockbuster and being a youngin, uh, probably around like 10 or 11, and uh, my dad was walking me through the aisles, and I was looking at stuff, and I was like, oh, this looks cool, and I grabbed uh, Akira, and I was flipping through the back, I was looking at the back, (laughs) and that was was my first taste of fucking anime, and I was like 11 years old. So that's like, like that's I, that's a full bite. That's not even a taste. I asked my dad if we could rent it, and I was just like, okay, cool. And then we we brought it home, and I watched it, and I was absolutely confused. I had no <laughs> idea what the fuck was going on. I was just like, okay, well, this this kid goes to the hospital. There, there's a bike gang goes to the hospital. All of a sudden, his head's hurting, and he can murder people. And then this other kid has a laser, and they're yelling at each other. <laughs> now, can we rewind for a second? Because you brought something up. Yeah. First off, you're talking about Akira, one of the most acclaimed movies. Not even just yeah. anime, just Something that I've anime. cosplayed from. Um, but the bike gang, that infamous scene where it's in every other anime that has any kind of bike or whatever. Yeah. It's you. That's That's just a trope now. That's yeah. just a trope in so many series. Oh man, there's it, a dude in our turf. We have to go get him. Literally, I think not, not the newest, but one of the like recent series of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did that in an episode. Are you serious? Yes, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was Raphael riding on a motorcycle that he just had for some reason, chasing down. Uh, I think Casey Jones before they knew who Casey was. Oh God. But it's 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 I was so I was like, why is the scene from Akira in here? It it made no sense to me. The one thing that stood out with me is just like I've never seen a cartoon that was this detailed before, and like I remember because like you grew up with American cartoons and you might have like seen some other stuff. It was just like okay, I'm watching this. I just watched Tetsuo bludgeon a dude in the face with a pipe, <laughs> and I was just like, holy crap! He just fucking he just he just beat his face in. Yeah, and then and then shortly after that, I started realizing like there was more anime at Blockbuster, and I started seeing stuff popping up on TV. And I would watch like Pokemon in the morning at like five o'clock, and then shortly after, Samurai Pizza Cats would be on. I'd watch oh that. Oh my god! And then Toonami started shortly after, and like I went through the whole the whole thing with our generation is a lot of kids don't understand it now because anime is just super easily accessible you can go online and crunchyroll has all their shit hulu has everything ne- even netflix has everything you can just turn on like cartoon network most yeah days and like it used to be we have to go out and scour the internet and scour actual physical copies of anime to bring home we'd spend like 30 dollars on a fucking dvd at suncoast mind you for that like 30 dollars for like not four easy for episodes get. you get four episodes on a dvd for 30 dollars <laughs> And it was bullshit, but that was the only way that we could go about actually, like, devouring anime. Right. And it was just, like, I always, I've always gravitated more towards 
manga than anime because I can I can go through it a lot faster. And okay. anime takes a lot more time for me, so I, I'm really, really selective about the series that I watch because, oh, if there's a manga for it, I can just get through it in, like, an afternoon. Whereas if there's an anime, I have to sit there for, like, 12 hours and go through 20, 23, 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to, like, uh, we'll discuss favorites and stuff, like, um, I guess, like, top series would be like, oh, I really, really like Shield 21. I will never stop talking about how much I like iShield 21. All of the people who are into sports animes right now, you probably have never even seen iShield, so you're garbage and your opinions about sports anime are garbage. Um, I really, really like Berserk. I can talk about that series all day. I don't like um, the new Berserk, but that's for another thing. I like I like just really, really violent and over-the-top series a lot of the time. Um, among my favorites would be like Ava and... Just like the really, the really like twisted, psychologically messed up anime, I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Just because like that's what fits me as a person, I guess. And then I also like really cutesy stuff. Like Nana's among my favorites because of how tragic and sad it is, right. and how much Hachi's an idiot and Takumi is a piece of garbage. And yeah, but I don't know. I I'm pretty well versed with a lot of anime. I've watched a lot of garbage and I've watched a lot of really like I guess acclaimed series. But I don't know. I tend to dabble in everything, and I tend to watch whatever's recommended to me. Same here. I mean, like, I definitely, I definitely have watched, you know, a lot of, a lot of weird one-shoot animes that were, you know, I wish would have seen, you know, more. Especially because the the manga, like you brought up, manga goes on so much further than a lot of these series. Now, I understand sometimes there's there's breaks where, you know. This season we got the first season of it. Then the next anime season we don't see any of it, but then the next season we get it again. Yeah. But there are a lot of series that after that first season, regardless of how long that manga series has gone on, has just stopped. You know, like I was a big fan of Air Gear. I, I read the oh, manga God. for a very long time. <laughs> and they they did the anime. The anime went on for I wanna say twenty five episodes. Like there was twenty four episodes yeah. and there was an OVA afterwards. And, and then it stopped. It just stopped. It stopped, and the thing, it stopped at a very big point in the series, and then it just, they never did anything with it. It stopped at the big point of the series where you realize it's not just a rollerblading anime, and people are dying now. Exactly. People are killing each other with their rollerblades. You know, and there was other stuff, you know, like, uh, God, there's so many series that, that have just died off so easily, and it, it's sad. Like, IGPX was another... We're, it was another series that we only got on Toonami. Um, and and it, lasted, find, it lasted like one, two seasons, right? It, it We did. We got the first season and half of the second season, and then they stopped. Like, it, it's not like the series didn't continue. They finished the second season, but Toonami just stopped it. So I didn't see the end of it until very recently. It's whatever. It's just another robot anime anyway. But it was like a, it was like a robot like sports anime thing, and that kind of interested me. So they I don't, should that, they should do a they should do a Rocket League anime. Oh my, I don't. You know what? Honestly, I can see that being a thing. You know why? Because Puzzle and Dragon has an anime. Yeah, that's true. I I, I saw that on on Crunchyroll's list the other day, and I was just like, wait, really? Yeah, I haven't like watched a bejeweled it. a bejeweled ripoff game, pretty much. Right. Uh, but I mean, then there's you know acclaimed series like we we've all watched Initial D. We all were. It's, it's, Super big into initial D. I remember going and playing the arcade machine. I mean, I don't. I, there's a, there's a handful of people who really really like initial D, and like a lot of people who haven't seen it who are still like kind of 
into the newer end of anime. But mm. Initial D is one of those series that like the references are like they pop up online all the time, and I'm always really excited when someone makes a meme and uses the <laughs> fucking Initial D music. Like the the Dark Souls one that you sent me. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, once once you hear the music, you're just like ha 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 ha. That's great. I know where that's from. And there's there's again a lot of series have also just ripped on that like. Uh, like Lucky Star did it. Oh um, God, Lucky Star! All of the references in Lucky Star were what made me like that series, even though yeah. it was like a stupid, like moe garbage show. Right, right. Um, but then you know, there's there's very there's very old series that I'll go back and watch, and I can still enjoy. Like I can still watch The Prince of Tennis, um, which, is which is still one of the top tier sports animes. That's what got me into watching sports anime. I was like, because I did tennis lessons as a kid. Um, and I, tennis. I, I got, <laughs> I, like, I got super into it. I was like, this is cool as shit. I was like, this is not how you play tennis, but this is really fucking cool. See, on the other end of that, it's just like, I shield is my favorite fucking anime. Like one of my favorites of all time. And I hate football. I hate football so much, but watching, watching I shield and like reading I shield, I'm just like, oh, it's so good. It's so good though. See, but see, I'm the opposite. I love I love football. I love watching football. I'm a big sports guy. Like, when me watching sports anime makes a lot of sense. But you know, like I I, I definitely get super into it. Um, not as far as you are, which is like you you are so deep into the whole of Eye Shield, and it's great. Um, you're one of the few people I know that actually really enjoyed it and really got into it. I know people who who do watch it or have seen like one or two episodes and I'm like eh, it's okay but you were just like really into it no i the manga for anybody who hasn't ever seen or read ice shield honestly the what drew me in was the manga because it's done by murata who is the guy who does the art for one punch man so if you've liked one punch man you thought the art for that was gorgeous go back and kind of read ice shield stuff because the art is just as gorgeous and the story is great. If you're into like the whole sports anime thing and you like high Q and stuff, um, Ice Shield's a little bit more kind of like fantastical in regards to that they have powers and abilities and stuff. But the art is so good and the characters are so likable, and it actually has one of the more diverse kind of characters, like cast of characters. Whereas like, oh, you have like free and it's just a bunch of pretty boys and you have high q and they're all just like they all kind of look and are the same shape and size mm. but eye shield is all just like it's more akin to like one piece where the characters are all kind of built different and everyone's just kind of their own thing and they're all great and all of the characters are all well fleshed out and awesome i think so, that's yeah, there's, why there's my I pitch got, go read that's why I, got, I got into uh kuroko just because like I, I i didn't get super into slam dunk because slam dunk was very boring Slam Dunk is um, very, like, kind of cut dry. Yes. But Kuroko is, again, like, in the vein of how Ice Shield does it, is, you know, these characters have, you know, it's a basketball anime. So for anybody who doesn't watch basketball, I'm sorry if you don't get a lot of this. Um, <laughs> you can, like, you honestly, like, if you don't watch basketball, um, I say go onto YouTube and, like, look up, like, uh, just watch like, like, like the watch like 90s, 90s clips of like of like the ni- the 90s Chicago Bulls. God. And you will understand why people like why some people are really into basketball. You will clearly understand. You'll see like Michael Jordan and all of them just destroying the court. Or look at like the 90s Olympic basketball team and you'll see the best Jesus. players who have ever played basketball and you'll just understand why it's so exciting to watch that. 
But with Kuroko, you know, again, like in the vein of Ice Shield, they're characters who very much fit in the fact that they do play basketball. Um, but each character personifies like an ability that people have that play basketball. So, you know, there's the overcalculating person who can get three pointers like nothing. That dude's got just straight buckets. There's, you know, there's That's always one I... there's always one person on your team who's like the dude that, that destroys, you know, all the dunks. Like it's and they, they personify them into different characters. Shack. Even the side characters are personified very well. They don't get as much, you know, spotlight, of course, because they're not main characters. But when we do see them, it's it's explosive and they're so good at supporting the main characters. I guess I guess this would be a good transition into uh, our our topic for the episode, which is sports anime. Topic of sports <laughs> anime. Sports animes. Woo! Who doesn't like sports animes nowadays? It's everywhere. I mean, even another series that we will discuss later is a sports anime. I know a whole bunch of girls watch it, uh, and they <laughs> especially right now. They discover a, a new sport that has been around for forever that is just new to them. Uh, I was like, I was like seeing the amount of people who cosplay. Like, oh, this new sports anime started, and it's starting to get a lot of press, and everyone is cosplaying it now. Like how, um, like Haikyuu. Like what with Haikyuu? Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 like the easiest one. Haikyuu, and like for for a little bit, I saw a lot of Kuroko's cosplayers, which is I, very I've been, nice. I've seen a lot of uh, Yaopeta stuff. Which yeah. I also love Yamushi Pedal. It's great. Um, I've seen a couple of Kurokos, which is very nice for me. Um, you're like the only person I've ever known to cosplay Eye Shield. Yeah. No, I've seen I've seen maybe a dozen total cosplayers from Eye Shield in the entire time I've been going to cons. Which makes me sad. But every time I see one I freak out. Yeah, that is that is another thing that we didn't discuss, is uh we both do do Doo doo, ha We doo, both doo. um, we both go to conventions like for for anime, for comics, video games, all that good stuff. Because we, we're losers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have. Hey, it, that's a vacation for us. The vacation, going going to hang out with all of our nerd friends and wear costumes. And exactly. Squeeze my butt into like little little football pants. <laughs> um, which yes. if you if you've never done a convention, please, you can like literally. Go on Google and search conventions and, you know, and then, like, you buy your state. It's a thing just, nowadays. Just go. Conventions like, are a thing. It's what the cool kids do. It honestly is, and it's weird because it's stuff we got made fun of for. It's how you get Casupre famous. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we could have we could have our, uh, another podcast oh, just God. about that. That's just about cool. cons. That might be just another episode that we talk about. Jesus. Like, well, maybe we'll record that one in person. Just... General discussion episode. That would be that'd be a video episode, and I would yeah. sit there in Eye Shield cosplay. <laughs> okay, um, let's uh, let's get to uh, let's get to the sports anime stuff. So, um, for those of you who do follow the Twitter account and are you know you can actually read the episode title. Um, this week we are talking about All Out, which is the new rugby anime. Uh, this is a first. There's never been a rugby anime series to my recollection. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm pretty sure. Football, basketball, baseball, soccer. There's, there's been, been like, like so many soccer of, and baseball yeah. ones, though. I mean, but this is the first rugby one, and it's it's honestly it's it's really good. Uh, and we'll definitely go into it. But first, I'll read the uh, the official info description that Crunchyroll gave on the website. Um, 
The day of the entrance ceremony at Kanegawa High School. The story starts when sunlight with oh sorry <laughs> when the slight but unyielding Gion joins the rugby team. His classmate Iwashizumi, who can't get into rugby because <laughs> of something that happened in the past, the vice captain can't Hachioji. read that one. Hachioji, thank you, who looks out for all the members and their captain Sekizan, who is more passionate and intense than anyone. All of the members are completely different, but they all keep growing on this battlefield known as youth. Once they give it their all, the ultimate stage awaits them. And that's all out. That's that's that's. If you just want to read a description for something, that's not a bad way to get somebody interested in it. I mean, you're going in watching a sports anime. You know how it's going to start, and you know you're probably going to find like three or four characters that you're like, yes. I definitely yes. found my character already. So I'm... I've I, I have mine. I, I knew it was going to be my character as soon as I started because Gion <laughs> is like. He's he's great and he's a shrimp and he's all pissy about it like Edward Elric style that's, and it's kind of great. That's literally a note that I wrote down. <laughs> it's just it, it's edit, yeah it's 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 Edward Elric playing rugby. Yeah. Yeah, this is like Ed and Al playing rugby in all honesty. Yeah. If you watch, you know, Iwashizumi, that's 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 these two characters right there. It it Iwashizumi is just he's a lot more. He's a lot more annoying. He was really annoying in the first couple episodes. The I first really like, three episodes, like he's the most annoying character ever. I was just like, you're you're a fucking coward. You're a big baby. Just come on, get your, just put on your big boy pants. Put on your big boy pants and just kind of kind of get things going. Quit 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 uh, quit being a baby. Yeah, it definitely. But when he when it kicks off, he's he's in there and it, it's it gets really good. Um, also, um, this series is actually simulcast every Thursday at 12:30 p.m. East Eastern Standard Time. Um, so, if you do, if you haven't had a chance to watch it yet, and you do want to watch it, if you do do, <laughs> if you do do, um, give it a shot every Thursday. I mean, this even just like the first episode, just give it a shot. If you like it, you know when it comes out. There, Crunchyroll's gotten a lot faster about giving us episodes too. It's kind of great. Um, yeah. they're, they're only six episodes deep. The The season is just starting, so you guys can catch up really quick if you really, really want to watch it, because I really, really think that you should. Uh, yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, so going into the first episode of the series, um, we are immediately introduced to uh, Iwashimizu, and we're not even introduced to him directly, like, it's it's a graduation ceremony, and you see kids talking about him, and they pan over to him, and you literally only see him. Like he because he <laughs> like they call him Tree Trunk, because he's the tallest motherfucker. <laughs> String bean. He's just he he's like he towers over everybody, and he's yeah. a tall tall, pretty blonde boy. Like we all knew that kid in school who was taller than like clearly taller than everybody else, and looked like he drank a little bit too much milk or something. But it, it turned out it was just barley tea. Apparently. That's that's how you get tall. If, if you have a Napoleon complex, just drink some barley tea, and there you go. Um, but we're introduced to him indirectly, and then it's him in the going to his locker, and he's getting bullied by some kids who believe he's a fresh, uh, believe he's a first year, and he's all puny. And then he, like, stands up, and they all get fucking terrified. <laughs> Uh, which is great, just because again, that's 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 something you can actually see in real life. Like, 
I've seen that happen in school where there's this, this, you know, this young kid, but he's a big motherfucker. And then some other kids try to mess with him and they're just like, fuck no, this, we, not even four of us could take this dude down. Let's back off real quick. And then oh. he turns out he's a, he's a coward. Oh he's a big baby. God. Like he folds so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's laughable. I mean, like it's, it's definitely tropey in the way that they kind of built his character where he's just like, he's a big, big, strong guy and he's just a wimp. He's yeah. a wimp who's kind of a pacifist and just runs away from from any confrontation. Yeah. But then we run into um, Gion, who just strolls into the scene. Not even just like you know confrontationally comes into the scene. He just strolls into the scene, trying to reach his own locker that is on the top, and he clearly cannot reach it. <laughs> and the guys just rip into him so hard, and then they just they they set him off and they call him short. And, and he drop kicks a kid in the face. Yeah, he goes ham, and it's grabs, it's grabs him by his shirt, kicks him in the face, and he's just like, "What did you call me?" Like seriously, just Edward Elric style. They called him a shrimp, and then he just snapped, and it was yeah. great. It's also I've never because I don't know what the PC term is, but they they call him like midget and everything. Oh, they call him like baka chibi. So like, yeah. Like they like in in the actual translation though they call him midget, and I was just like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I understand that that might be a very literal translation of that, but wow. <laughs> yeah, it's high school. Everyone was garbage people in high school. Yeah, that's very true. It's yeah. I mean, and, and there's your the big trope right there where, where a lot of sports animes do sit is it is in high school. It's high school. It's high school. It's always kind of the same storyline where, oh, there's a kid and he doesn't know anything about the sport. And then someone shows him the sport and then he's like, oh, man, I want to join the team. And then he joins the team and they they find out that they all want to go to the championship or the Christmas Bowl or win the, the spring prefecture tournament or or just win like the, the country's tournament in general. And like that's the main goal for the whole team. And yeah. they're always just, it's always just high school boys. And then the internet takes all the high school boys and makes them kiss. <laughs> it doesn't, it's, it's, it happens so fast. I mean, like, I, I expected it at this point, and I, I, like, I get it, but then it's just like, but, but, but why? Why can't they just be bros? Why can't right. they, why can't they just be bros? Why do they have to make out? <laughs> I don't understand why it has to like why <laughs> just just why like if somebody can honestly explain that to me why like hit if you're listening to this and you get this far hit us up on the Twitter or we we'll, we probably, Twitter. we'll probably we'll probably connect our personal Twitter you can you can, to you it. can send us stuff at just send us whatever if you want to suggest actually if you want to suggest just suggest stuff for us to watch that'd be cool too but like yeah explain to us why. It's appealing to have boys just make out and do stuff. Because I'm, I'm at a loss. I just don't I, want, get I it. just I just want to know. I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I don't. It's, care it's not that it. You, it's not that it bothers me or offends no. me or anything. It's just like I just I don't get it. Like I'm I'm a bi dude. Like that's let's just lay that down right now. I don't. It doesn't bother me at all in the slightest. But 
why is it just like such a thing and why does it take off so fucking fast <laughs> yeah like as soon as the series dropped like as soon as i started getting into haiku and like the anime started all of a sudden all like all i'm seeing on twitter and tumblr was just like all these little 15 year old boys making out and i'm just like oh okay i guess like we have series where that's like a thing that's that's that could be very implied. Like we have free, where that could be extremely implied. I don't even know but, if it's just implied. It's just blatant. <laughs> but like you have to just like just just take the most like even it not even going off of sports animes, but like going to like JoJo's. Oh god! It's just like like I understand they overmasculate. You know they overmusculate the shit out of these dudes. I I mean, they're just they're just so manly. D- and then the, the, it's all boys. It's all dudes. There's and like the barely like, any females in the series. Jotaro, he's like 16. Yeah, and he's 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 like a bodybuilder, like Arnold Schwarzenegger build, like fucking 6'3", 250 pounds, all muscle, pretty much like I want to be like that. <laughs> but then like the the main proponent for fans of the series nowadays is it's all girls. It's all girls, and they're all just, like, shipping shipping all the cute bar boys together. Like, I got into that series, w- like, when the original anime, like, OVA came out. God. It, it, was just, it was just awful. But I read the manga for a very long time. And then, like, they were like, oh, new anime. I was like, cool. And it was, like, fan art. It was, like, boys kissing. <laughs> I was like, wait. Hot, muscular men just making out, touching each other's pee-pees. <laughs> And touch their stands. Oh God. <laughs> um, but let's get back into for that. Um so not too long after we're introduced to our characters, we're introduced to even more supporting characters. God. We're introduced to the sport itself. That is that is one of the, the, the cons for this series that I, I noticed is just like there are so many characters and they don't do a very good job of introducing the characters. They're just kind of like, actually, this happens in the second episode. They literally go, okay, and here's all the other side characters. Yes. They literally say this. And then they go, but we'll just skip introducing them because it'll take too long. Yeah, like literally, that's literally like a 30-second segment in the second episode where it's like, these are all like, oh, you're the New Year's. We'll introduce all of you. Here's the other main characters that are here's all the on second the and third years. And then here's the side characters that nobody's really going to care about. And we're not going to introduce you to them at all because we know you're not going to care. <laughs> There's just... Okay, now to discuss the characters a little bit more. This is something that I, I, I like and it's something I mentioned earlier about really, really, really liking Ice Shield is that the characters are pretty diverse. They're all pretty big in size and like they're, they're all like... They all vary in size. They're all different. And... Um, but the thing is that they went they went about making the characters different in a way that it kind of feels weird because they're kind of going off the typical tropey characters like these are the big guys and like these little skinny effeminate guys but then they gave them these stupid haircuts and there's some really stupid looking characters like there's this one guy um let me his name was no, hold Natsuki. On, hold on. You, you brought up you brought up haircuts can we just Sekizan Sekizan is with I love Sekizan as a character. He's probably the coolest character in the show. Yes. But what the fuck is What with is his with hair? his stupid ass It looks like it looks like someone took yarn and wrapped it around like random pieces of hair and it's just there. 
It's just white there's... yarn and twisted and just there. There's jutting a out flashback, of his though. There's a flashback part. And they show his like him when he first started playing rugby. And his hair's normal. Right. He looked like I, what happened? I'm the thing the thing that I'm thinking is it has some like kind of tragic backstory, like, oh, his parents his parents died and he lives with his sister and it's his little sister and he takes care of his little sister when he's not playing rugby or at school and she does that to his hair because she likes it and he leaves it. It has to be something cute like that. Because he's so he's such a manly man and he's he's such a babe. He's a total babe. Dude. And his hair is so stupid. And it's like, why what did you do? Why do you do that? Why is this like this? But like talking about like the stupid hair, there's like there's a character with like literal he has like a buzz cut and then his hair is shaped into devil horns. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally it's it's not even like he turns his head and they're still in the same it's not like they change, you know, like when sometimes a character changes their head and it shit's weird. Or they get like they're, dramatic or something yeah, and something they're, happens. They're, they're devil horns. Yeah. He has devil horns. In his hair. Yeah. And they never they never talk about it. It's just there. That's just what the character looks like. It's never brought up and it makes no sense. But like I do I do like that they have a very diverse kind of cast. Um and it's it's pretty great. It's something that I always enjoy seeing because like I hate when I see an anime and like it just looks like they have the same face and the hair's different and they're all the same build and that's it. Um definitely that, um, Mutsumi is definitely a, a favorite of mine. That's my boy. Uh, typical typical guy whose eyes aren't open. Well, but you know what? He starts off like that, and then like throughout the episodes, you always see his eyes open yeah. whenever he's talking to somebody. Yeah, he gets he gets he gets in a serious mode. He's like the yeah. dad. He's like the dad of the whole crew. More yeah, he's, more or less. Like he's, he's the, the one guy, that gets he's the one that teaches. He teaches all the all the first years. He calms everybody down when they get upset. Mm-hmm. Gives hugs. He's 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 a big he's a big beefy boy. He's a yeah. big brown well, boy. Well, he's a he's a beefy boy. That's boy. Um the thing that it's 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 nice to see another anime kind of like have a bunch of different characters. So that like if anybody wants to cosplay them, they're all shapes and sizes and there's like a character for everybody. There's no dark-skinned people which sucks. There are no dark-skinned people yet. I feel like it's going to come. But, I hope so. But Gion is Gion is kind of tan, so I'm yeah. going to get away with that when I cosplay him. But uh, we're, we're introduced to more characters. And the thing is, what, what this series definitely does, and a lot of series don't do this, and I wish they did, especially sports anime, they introduce you to the actual rules of the sport. Yes. They do a very good job of it, too. That's something that I liked is, like, they took that little side, like, hey, you learned how to do this, right? You learned about this. And then they kind of, like, take an aside real quick and pull, like, a family guy insertion kind of, like, okay, cool. Well, here's the rules. Here's the positions. Mm-hmm. Here's how scoring works, and you're like, okay, cool, I get it. Makes sense. Like they they literally, while uh, I think it's the third episode where they start the uh, the practice game mm-hmm. is literally the, the team manager character. It was always a girl. It's always a girl for the team manager for these for these shows. Um, but the team it's like, she it's like she the literally one girl sits down so and she's like, okay, let's go over the rules while they're playing. You know, she's like, this happened, so what does this mean? And they go over the actual rules of the sport. Yeah. That's amazing. That 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 not only gets people to pay more attention to what's going on, but it actually gets you interested in what this is based on. And 
and then you can probably gain some interest in the sport thereafter too. Right. Like, oh, cool. Now, well, now, now I know how rugby is played. Let's watch some actual rugby because rugby is fucking badass. Dude, rugby is some serious shit. All the all the hot, sweaty, buff men in little shorts and polos. Jesus, with their pop collars. <laughs> with their pop collars. <laughs> um, I will say though, there was so there was a couple of gripes I had with the episode. Um, and this, these are not even just this episode, just overall gripes I had is there are some shots where they'll try to like shift focus while keeping other characters in the shot. Yeah. And instead of them like doing like a, a very solid blur out, what they blur out makes it look very washed out in the scene. Yeah. It's a lot of color saturation. The thing that, that one of the things that bothers me is there it's it's there's really odd consistency in animation quality. Yes. Like some scenes would be great. It's usually like the action scenes. The action scenes are always really, really well animated and it looks great. And you're like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then like in the dialogue scenes, it looks like they skimped out a little bit because they're just like, oh, whatever, we'll just we'll just do this. And you could tell that like some, they just kind of passed it off to an intern. Like here, you just do do the in-betweens here and just kind of like animate the mouths. And you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. And then like action scenes happen and there's like full movement and everything's really well illustrated and like, Everything's really intense, and then it shifts again, and you're just like, ah. Oh. And it happens, but like, there, a couple times in the episode. There was one part where, it, and, and if this pops up a couple times, um, where there'll be an animation shift, but it's not like it's not like the animation quality drops. It's like a, a slight CG animation shift. Yeah. And in some shots, it works very well. Like, when they first introduced them to, like, you know, the actual ball that they use, you know, to play with rugby... That they show extreme detail into that ball, which is great. The ball's obviously CG. Yeah, but but it there works. Are parts well. like the kickoff when they show them do an actual kickoff, where it's a mix of the CG and the regular 2D animation, and it looks horrendous. <laughs> it's like it's like berserk, berserk level. Shit. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> it was very, it was jarring how much it, it just took me out of like how immersed I was into the show. But then any scene with uh with Sekizan being like. A badass is yeah. always just like fucking great. You're like, oh, okay, this is good. This is this is real good. Um, and one more thing, I, I, there's a lot of series that do this, and I, I hate that so many series do this now. Is when like a character is looking through a fence. Oh, and they 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 cut out they their cut out face. the part around the fence. I like I get but you want to see so their face. Big. Like I understand that, but you can just like put a fence there. We we've seen enough of the character to know what the character looks like. Yeah, they do just it in Haikyuu a lot too. When people are looking through the net and they have like their menacing face on, and it's just yeah. like there's a little blurred cut out of their face, and I'm always just like that looks so goofy. Why would they do that? It looks so dumb, and I just wish they would just show the fence. I'd rather see the fence than you do that stupid blur thing. Yeah, like there's no fence there. <laughs> like let's just let's just erase it real quick. Just for like a couple frames to show that we can see the character's face. It, it, it's I, I don't know. It was just weird to me. Um, but the music is great in the series so far. It definitely sets the pace very well. The music actually it is really good, which I noticed. Um, it, it's always funny when you, you you don't really like pay attention to it a whole lot, but when. A series has really bad music. It stands out so much because it it pulls you from the immersion that you have with the show. Yeah. 
Um, um, a thing from the first episode that I really, I really didn't like was the stupid, uh, tragic backstory trope that they pulled with, uh, with Iwashimizu. Yeah. It's like, they showed him why he's a weenie and why he's so, he's so anxious all the time in regards to rugby. And it's just like, oh, we were, we were going to go to the state tournament and then I injured one of my friends and then we couldn't go and we lost and now I'm super traumatized about it. And it's just like that you're you're fucking playing a sport, man. That's what happens. That's like, literally like hurt. that. That happens a lot in rugby. That ha- you're playing rugby. You're not wearing pads. You're wearing like really thin shell helmets. You're someone's gonna get hurt. That's what happens in a sport. You don't even wear a mouthpiece. It's not even necessarily your fault. People get hurt, and he's just a, he's such a baby about it. And I'm like, come on, man, just quit being a little bitch. Come on. Um. What else in the first episode? Uh, let's see. Oh, well, again, we, we're t- we talked about, you know, how the characters are very diverse and everything. Um, especially in the designs. But there's one... It's it's one grip I have, which, which we brought up with JoJo's. All the, like, I understand that there's people of all different sizes and everything that play sports. And I'm glad that they've shown, the, shown that in this. But... Every dude doesn't have to be fucking ripped like they live in the gym <laughs> every dude every dude in anime like, it's, it's is fucking jacked like i can i can understand it from a main character standpoint because you want that character to stand out or if it's just like a really like like super strong dude you want them to stand out and you know no but then it makes sense the whole appeal of it now is because like is because there's all the fujoshis that watch anime and they want right. everyone to be fucking sexy everyone needs to be sexy because everybody needs to buy all the merch and buy all the shirtless the shirtless dude figurines like gotta buy those anime body pillows yep gotta get gotta get some of them pillows i have i have a pillow i'm completely (laughs) ashamed about it i'm not gonna lie if somebody bought me one i'd be okay i wouldn't buy myself one but if you bought me one (laughs) hey i mean honestly i think lauren likes it more than i do so (laughs) It's a, it's an Asuka it's an Asuka body oh, pillow from Oh the Ava. one that I slept with at your house. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much Lauren's cuz that's Lauren's like waifu. Oh my god. Yeah. But But like they they dive they dive into the series really well and like the development of the characters in the first couple episodes is great. Um and like it does that thing that I love about sports anime where they they provide a really good backstory for a lot of the the side characters yes i will say with like, within the fourth and the fifth episode we get a lot of character development for a lot of the characters yeah i will say after after all of like the first couple episodes my favorite character is probably ebumi um but that's honestly a lot of some it's probably ties to my subconscious love for eye shield because yes. he seems like a fucking straight up ripoff of yes. kirima yes like straight when, I, when, I, when i started watching and i saw like his design I was like he has like main, the, the like, pointed slanty eyes yes and like the hair and just the way that he talked and his voice even his voice is yeah. just straight up just hirama from eye shield and uh, he even goes yaha at some point. And then <laughs> when when Gion asks him for tips on how to play rugby, he tells him to kill them all. And if yeah. you've never seen Ice Shield, they're a little like scrimmage kind of like when they all get together in a huddle 
and they're like, okay, cool, let's go, we're gonna do this game, they always end it with, kill them all, yaha. And he said both of those things, and I was just like, this is obviously, this is obviously a tribute character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, like, definitely. there's, it, it has to be. But, like, um, it's it's an immediate, like, oh, okay, cool. So, like, maybe the author of this series likes Ice Shield, so maybe I'll probably enjoy this series more because of it. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely, like, even from, from the start, I got a lot of Ice Shield vibes from this show. Um, I don't think we're going to get the over-the-top, like, special moves or whatever. But... but- they do they do some of those like when they're running on the field and all of the world goes black and then you see their little lightning path and stuff. Yeah. And then like when in the second episode Gion trains like a motherfucker and then actually tackles Sekizan who's like the big sexy strong man. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to tackle him and he actually tackles him, he disappears like Senna does and I was just like, "Oh. Oh." So like every little every little like kind of slight reference to Aishiel, I get really excited. Yeah, there was definitely a, um, the second episode. Definitely, it also the second episode also gives us who I believe in in the long run of this show is just the rival school and the rival team. Oh, that was the third one. That was the third one when they actually was it the third go over episode? there. Yeah. Well, well, at the end of the second episode, they bring up the fact that they're going to play this team that they've played before. Yeah, they're going to have, have a practice game. It's going to be the first And we first find game. out in the third episode that it is um, one of, like, the top four teams in the pre-fracture. Yeah, they're, like, and the semifinalists. The that Miyuki uh, actually plays on. He got all better after his arm got all destroyed. Yeah, it, uh, Miyuki is the for... character that uh, Iwashimizu destroyed and dislocated his shoulder. That's where his backstory comes from. And they actually introduce when when they introduce Miyuki, he 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 shows him his shoulder. He's like, "Yep, I'm all better. I can play. I'm all good. Everything's fine." Um, but that third um, episode was was very. It was it was good. it was kind of it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was very there's, funny. There's some really goofy moments, like uh. Okay, so the schools, the schools for the thing. Keijo is the school of like. It's obvious that that's the foil. Their foil team, and that's going to be the rival team. Yeah, like they 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 mention that they are a private school for one. Yeah. Um, and, and they, they have take the facilities to seriously. like super train all of their players and everything. And then like it's obvious that Keijo is like the foil to uh, Jinko, which is the name of the 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 other the main character school. Mm-hmm. Um, but also another Ice Shield reference because the colors for the teams. Keijo is white and blue, and Jinko is red and black, and those mm-hmm. are the colors of the Daemon Devil Bats and Ojo, who which is which is the rival school in Ice Shield, and it's just like a lot of this stuff seems really really intentional to me, which I, it just it makes me like the series that much more. Yeah. Um, and we're also introduced to more of the characters. We're, definitely, we're introduced to probably one of one of my favorite characters <laughs> just because of how outlandish he is. Is Tyra? Oh God, I um, fell in love with those eyes. <laughs> but I, I love how I love how just outlandish he is, and just he he's just loud for no reason. <laughs> he's just really loud and kind of obnoxious. He's definitely just like, like the might guy kind of. He's character. just yeah. He's he's like the might. He's super hype, super hype all the time, and is is like super in love with uh, Sekizan. Yeah, <laughs> he gets him riled up. Um, gets his uh, gets his engine revving if you, uh, you catch my drift. The the summer of youth and all that goodness. <laughs> the summer of youth. 
Oh, God. Uh, I can just see him in a green jumpsuit now. Dude, I'm sure there's fan art of it somewhere. If, Probably. If you, if you have fan art of it, you can send it our way to the to the, to the the email account or to the Twitter. Jesus. Um, I, I want to see it. That'd be great. To I want to see it. I do want to see it. Like, if somebody does it, and I know there are some artists that follow our Twitter account, if you want to do it, hey, just throw it my way. One thing, one thing I really liked from the third episode is they, they do a good job of illustrating the 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 actual gameplay and actual mm-hmm. like the the action sequences um, are great. And then they also do a really 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 good job on the flashback sequences, like when they had Tyra talking about Sekizan being like a demon and being like super strong and he wanted to fight against him and stuff. They have this really awesome shot of like Sekizan training in the rain. And then Tyra's standing under an awning all changed already, and Sekizan's yeah, they, they still like, training like, after wow, the game. You know, the game had been over for an like, hour oh. already. And then they gave they gave Sekizan, like, the red demon eyes, and I was just yeah. like, okay, this is kind of cool. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, enraged dudes from Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, and I also like that they do not shoot, they don't just shoehorn in the flashbacks. Yeah. They make they the actually... flashbacks very relevant to when it's, you know, what's happening. Yeah. It just gives you a little bit more depth of the characters. Mm-hmm. All right, so episode four, we get a bit more of like the side characters, and that's when like they introduced like introduced Ebumi a little bit more, and then they introduced uh, Oharano, who is uh, a first year, but he has experience, and he's just joining the team, and he's a lot better than everybody else. Like he he had been he had played in grade school, middle school, and rugby school. Yeah, and he's he's kind of an, he's kind of an asshole. He's 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 not he's not an asshole. He's very arrogant at the fact he's that very he arrogant. plays very well. <laughs> he also he also is the only person that manages to score against uh, Keijo, and also he does it in this way that's kind of badass. But then when he struts off the field, he has this really really feminine strut. He comes like off as a very like, feminine character, like a hip swaying one foot in front of the other, and he's just like, "Oh, that was easy." Yeah. Oh, that was great. Duh, or like when, when he suck. passed to to one of the, the one of the side characters, he was like he was like, oh, you can pass without looking. He was like, um, uh, yeah. yeah, duh, like, duh, I can because I'm cooler than you guys. Look at my fabulous little blonde hair. But they do point out that while he is a great player, he doesn't play very well. Yeah, because he you doesn't know. know he doesn't know how to play towards the strengths of the team. Exactly, and and that comes up in the fifth episode actually. Yeah. Where where when, they explain you know like we we learned very early on in the in the fifth episode that while they are playing this sport they don't know what the hell they're doing yeah they they have no coach and nobody is training them uh, they're literally teaching themselves how to do all this and then in the fifth episode um, they start training it's it's golden week and they're taking instead of taking a vacation the whole team is doing a hardcore training camp for five days uh-huh. and they talk about how they don't have a coach and then this guy shows up who's a total badass also has one of the coolest fucking voices i've heard for any kind of coach yeah. in a sports anime but he's like definitely grizzled old guy well, he, he's he, he used to play on the national team he used to play on the national team he's 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 retired and then what ended up happening was Gion called him weeks before because he, he, he called them after they lost the pickup game yeah because because they mentioned that they didn't have a coach, so he looked up in the phone book yeah. for a rugby coach, and it was the first one that came up, and this guy's just like, so I came here to train you guys, and he's so cool! The coach is such a badass! And it's quickly it's quickly illustrated that the team 
it's just a bunch of amateurs, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. And he definitely um, puts... He, 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 it sounds he puts, so weird. He puts Sekizan in his place Yeah. and makes him understand that while you are the captain, you aren't doing anything for the team because you're not showing them anything. You're, you're having them run all these drills, and it's not doing anything but just you're tying expect, them out. You're expecting them to be on your level when they're not. Right. You know, even him as the team captain, he's only played for three years, and again with no coach. Yeah. Uh, also, the exercises in this episode were really cool, and I kind of want to try them because they brought they're back really the cool. turtle from the first episode. Yeah, they brought back the turtle. Um, we didn't talk about the turtle at all. The turtle is literally like you're walking on your hands and knees. Oh no, you're not. You're not. You're not on your knees. Your knees no, don't touch the ground. Your hands. You're on your toes and your hands, and yeah. you're completely. You have to your keep back your is butt flat. Up. Your back is flat, and they made they made Gion do this for like three hours a day. They made him balance a ball on his back while he did it, and then crawl back and forth across the field. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, just side note for that, doing the turtle is actually a thing we did in football practice when I played football. Yeah, that was part it's, of our like warm ups was to do the turtle. It it's essentially just doing moving mountain climbers, and you're just kind of like stuck in a position that forces you to strain every muscle in your back and legs right but it's it's cool to see and they're actually like hey they're doing actual training moves that hey if someone wants to try and play rugby this is something that you could do to start you know or when he had them um them training with uh my, my favorite one was them training with the poles and the, the ropes <laughs> yeah where they have to they have they made them all kind of like run really really low and and pass really really low and it was like not normal for them and then he, he the coach just kicks the shit out of him he just yeah. he beats the hell out of him and it, he gives him a training kind of like workout that they've never experienced before where like all of the guys are exhausted and the coach is just like i mean if you guys want to reach your goal you got to do this mm-hmm. how dedicated are you guys no one wants to like back down so everyone just like everyone's super super dedicated now and every, like it's showing it's showing that the team really really wants it Right, and it, you know, and this this plays to the fact that you know, even, you can even see, even just watching the episode where they, the two episodes where they played against Keijo, that physically they are very subpar. They're to very inexperienced, the other and they don't know what they're doing. Right, but even like 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 they don't have the size or anything. They have the speed to beat the other team, but they don't have the physicality to do it. And he it says, also, you know, like, they need to play to the strength that they don't that they aren't that strong. Yeah, but they have other things they can do to get around these teams. They have to they have to utilize their special personal skills. Exactly, another trope. There we go. Everyone's gonna have magic powers. You know, and or... then it's gonna turn out it's gonna turn out that they're not really playing rugby. It's actually like a blood sport, and then they're gonna start killing each other like air gear. <laughs> but then, like near the episode, you know, uh, one of the uh, one of the bigger guys flips out um, because you know he talks about all the uh, all the I can't think of the position all the, all like the runners and everything how they can't just catch they cannot catch the ball and they can't keep their hands on it, and he flips out about it. And, you know, Mutsumi comes in, you know, as the dad character and is like, you know, he's, he's, he's like, I, he's like, I wasn't very fast. I learned how to, you know, do what I could to help the team. Um, and, you know, we want, we want them to understand that is that we aren't as fast as you, but we are strong and we can carry the team on our back, but we all have to put in some effort towards it. 
and play, you know, to our strengths to help everybody else out. You guys now, gotta stop being babies. And then after that, they do make uh Oharno. Yeah, Oharno actually do a scrum with them because mm-hmm. he was complaining. Because he was he was like, <laughs> You guys are just you guys are just the, the front, it's whatever and then he yeah. they make him do it and he's, 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 he's like he's it. like, your, your position's really easy. Anybody could do it. He's like, Oh really? So he has them do scrums with them. I don't know. I'm I'm but excited they, they to see more development with the characters. Yes, I want to see more development. I want to see what happens when we get into another game. Yes. Um, just to once see... they once they get out of this training camp. Exactly. Yeah, because like we we only go five episodes deep. That's the whole like we're we're just getting a taste, and we're judging we're judging the series based off the the intro episodes. But um, five episodes in, they're in the middle of the training camp. The coach just shows up, and they're just now realizing how how bad they are. Right. And now I'm just like, well, shit, now I want to watch the rest because I want to see where they're going. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, um, definitely to give a verdict for this show, I definitely will keep watching it. This is a show that pulled me in very easily, uh, and I want to see where it goes. Hopefully it keeps on this trend of, you know, continuously building up. Now, there's, there's one thing a lot of these shows do, and um, I don't particularly agree with it, is that they'll show, you know, the training camp. Especially, it, it happens with a lot of shows that are just like one season. Well, they'll show the training camp. They're like, yeah, we, we learned this. We learned how to do this. We got stronger. And then they all of a sudden just still win. I learned a special technique. Right. I don't like... I, it, it sounds so bad because they are the main character of the show, but Look, you, you want I want to, to see... Win. I want them to win, but you also should be able to still see them be defeated. Like, they learned all this. That's great. But you're still not the best. You still have to learn. You know, you In did well. That's but... what I really, really liked about Haikyuu. Yeah. Because they lost that at the end of the first... Like, everyone gets super hype. Everyone's getting really into the characters. Everyone's getting really into the season. And then they lose. Yeah, that's and what. That's why that like... same thing happened with um, with Kuroko's. Is they, they got really into it. And they lost. They came really close, and then they lost, and then everyone was just like, everyone who watched the series is just like heartbroken. But that makes you root for them that much more. Exactly. It makes it a little more realistic, because like the underdog's not going to come out and just start beating everybody right off the gate. Like, come no. on, it's just it, life doesn't work like that. And I no kind way. of like when they illustrate it. It is kind of tropey in that sense too, because like, you gotta make them lose and make them persevere to win. But it just it makes you like the characters more because it shows them kind of persevere past their whole oh we we lost oh no i'm sad now and then you know like like they lost and it's fine you know they learn there's probably like one episode where you know part of it they're all lamenting about the fact that they lost or whatever but then you know they lace their shit back up. They get back out here, and then they they they, they keep they going. They put on those those little tight shorts. <laughs> those damn tight shorts. It's I just... will say, I will say, you can definitely tell that they're they're catering this to uh, a lot of the female demographic fans of the intro sports of anime. The, the anime the, intro is all, all you butts. see is ass. You just it's that, that's like the first ass. shot is just ass. All ass and tight ass little white shorts, and it's just like, well, y- you get it. You get it, but I'm just like the only thing that I can think when I'm watching that intro is just like, man, I want to make my butt look good like that. Exactly. I want to get my butt in some rugby rugby shorts and look good. But yeah, final verdict for me, I definitely will keep watching this. I definitely say this is a pickup for this season. Um, even or whenever you're listening to this, um, just go on the Crunchyroll 
give it a watch. Even just these five episodes, if you want to, just to, just to get the taste and just see if it's worth your time. Definitely, I believe it's worth your time. I I I would I would agree. It's worth your time. It's a fun series. If you're a fan of sports animes, I would definitely definitely recommend watching it. Um, there's a lot of other sports stuff going on this season, but this is something that I, I feel like you would enjoy if you like stuff like Haikyuu and, and Kuroko. Yeah. If you don't like sports anime, I would say check it out. It, it might be your thing. You might like it. It might kind of rope you into other series because like, it is it is kind of tropey, but it does a decent job with its characters and the characters are all pretty likable. Yeah, I have to agree. I, d- I definitely have to agree. Plus uh, plus hot, hot butts and uh, buff dudes and... Uh, Dudes in tight outfits, if you're into that too. There you go. Yeah. Because Seki's on. Seki's on to babe. <laughs> Except for the hair. That's that's. Oh God, the fucking God, his goddamn hair. It's like shoestrings. It's, it just looks like shoestrings in his hair. That's all it is. <laughs> it it does. It looks like someone took some white white shoelaces and then wrapped them around like six pieces of his hair he got some very bad highlights that's what it looks like <laughs> i don't even they don't even look like highlights though like it they're curled they're curled <laughs> and the rest of his hair is straight it doesn't make any sense i don't get it i don't i just watch the series specifically to see his hair and you'll be like this doesn't it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any goddamn sense all right so i guess that this is the first this is the first episode yeah, this is the first episode. Uh, whoever oh. stuck around this long, thank you very much. Thanks for checking it out. Um, thanks for thanks for listening to us. Yeah. Um, uh, what so else? What else just just a quick recap. Um, I'm Kevin. I'm one of your hosts. You can find me at at Kev Bobbitt on Twitter, or uh, I'm also KB King Size on on Twitch. Um, KB King Size. I stream. That's a name I got in high school from somebody. Yeah. Somebody just called me that one day. I was like, all right, I'm just going to roll with it for everything. That's where I got my my username that I use for everything. So It just stuck around. Yeah. Um, but I stream like about three times a week. I have a big stream coming up. If you're listening to this, the day it comes out on Monday. The No, Monday. What is Monday's date? The 14th? Yeah. If you listen to this on Monday, the, on the November fourteenth of twenty sixteen, because I don't know how far you know long we'll go with this podcast. If you're if you want to listen this far back and you're very far along in the show, awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Um, if we're actually doing something good, right? If we if we really out. keep this up. <laughs> um, but if you if you are listening to it the day it comes out tomorrow, I'm doing a big launch stream for Watch Dogs Two, which is a game that I'm super excited for. It's gonna uh, be kind of cool. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be sweet fucking sick i'm giving away a whole bunch of dlc to the game so if, if you if you if you're on the fence about it and you want to just see how it's played uh because the first one really sucked but yeah so that's where you can find me uh, vince where can we find you uh we can find me my twitter is uh vince it's v-e-e-n-c-e um i'm pretty active on twitter but twitter is kind of just like where i rant and say stupid shit and talk about garbage uh and then uh i my twitch it's currently PB Adventure. It's probably going to change because um, I'm going to be working on a, uh, a cooking stream because I am a chef and I want to uh, cook things uh, for people and make cool, nerdy plates. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that should be coming up in the next couple of months. Um, but for right now, this is the only thing I got going. 
You have, well, you also have your cosplay page, you know. On, I have on my cosplay stuff. page. Um, if you really, really care to check out my cosplay page, where I dress up as like little fifteen-year-old high school boys, and you should care. Forms. You should. It's really good. You guys should really care about it. Um, it's uh, facebookcom cosplay. Just no space, just Veens Cosplay, and uh, you can come like all my stuff. I'm not super active on it. I'm honestly more active on Instagram, which is also Veens. Honestly, if you just Google Veens, you'll get all my stuff if you really or care. Google uh, Google Tumblr Cusco, and there, yep. there you go. That'll, that'll be me. That's <laughs> me. Okay, so uh, would you like to do the outro, Kevin? Yes. Um, thank you for joining us today on the first episode of Shonen Trash. Um, thank you for sticking with us through this. Again, this episode, it actually ran about normal time. So this is about the normal time we'll run on these episodes. Yeah. Um, but we hope you join us again next week for episode two, which will be on the first five episodes of Flip Flappers. Flip Flappers. It's Flip, a show that's been getting a lot of attention. I've, I've watched the first episode already. Flip Flappers. And it's, it's very, it's, it's weird, but... I want to see where it's going to go. I honestly know nothing about the show, so I'm excited to watch the first couple episodes, but the name itself is just the best part for me right now, because Flip Flappers! Yeah. <laughs> flip Flappers! Flip Flappers! But, yeah, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. See you Bye. next week. Bye!